Coming to you live with Love, Life, and Live. And today we are going to be talking about Christmas 2019 with Stephen L. Roger. Pastor Stephen L. Roger. I actually said it right. You did. But I read it. It's Christmas. <laughs> so what do you think um, about the Christmas of 2019? What comes to mind? Well, first of all, I want to say greetings and Merry Christmas to everyone. And what comes to mind to me is joy and love. What comes to mind when I think about Christmas is um, I enjoy all of the gifts and all of the lights and uh, the songs about Christmas. Um, In my dwelling place, in my apartment where I pay rent, um, I decorated my whole apartment. Because did I just, you do every room or just one? No, room? just just the uh, area of my living room and my kitchen, you know. And matter of fact, I was late tonight because I was lying on my couch, just looking, looking at, at the lights and the Christmas tree and all of that, and enjoying the presence of God. Because that's what's really important. See, I'm like you. I look at those lights and I see the the mystery the. The blessings, the, the just the twinkle, the impossible that yeah. becomes possible. And, and you know, I am, as far as Christmas, to me, I mean, I know this is the day, you know, or the day is coming, but this is all we do to celebrate the day. I am grateful every day. I, I am grateful. Um, I, the love and the peace, and I always ask God, um, God, allow the love and the peace and the joy to exuberate out of me. That is Christmas every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. I can't control everybody else, but this is how I want <clears throat> people to see me. And I am grateful. I'm grateful every time I um, see a homeless person on the street I'm grateful every time I hear about somebody that's dealing with a sickness, whether it's physical or emotional. Um, I'm, I'm grateful every time I see something going on in the news and the television, on the television here and on the radio. I say, God, you know, I'm grateful to be where I am at, at this moment and at this time. On my way here, I was coming through the um, parking lot. Uh, and people have their shades up, you know, in their windows and all of that because it is Christmas and they're showing their Christmas light. And I happened to look over to the left and what did I see? I saw a window decorated very nicely. And then sitting in this window was this man in a hospital bed. Wow. And when I looked over and I saw that, tears came to my eyes and I said, God, I'm so grateful. I could see that could have been me. It could have been a member of my family. And I'm I'm just grateful. I'm I'm at the point in my life now where I'm grateful to be uh physically, mentally, uh financially, uh, you know, I have a job and I'm grateful. One thing about this season is that we must do often and um I uh, and that is that's give. We we got to give. We got too much stuff. Okay, if you take it to the goodwill, this is the season. You know, you can tithe other than with money. I believe that. Okay, so you can tithe with your time. You can tithe with you know a suit, uh, a pair of shoes, or whatever. If you don't know anybody to give it to, you know what you do? Take it to goodwill. Goodwill is packed. Looking for bargains. I go to Goodwill. Come on. <laughs> you know, there's some things that I just want, and I'm going like, okay, if I go in Goodwill, you know, I probably get it. So this is the season of giving. It's not about receiving. It's about giving. It's about loving. It's about being grateful. And all of the things that I just said, that's what I think that any season is about. But in this particular season of Christmas, you hear so much like, I don't want to offend somebody. 
and and that's why there's no tree up. What do you what do you think about that? What are your thoughts of I can't offend somebody, so I'm not going to decorate. Well, you we offend people if we don't decorate. I mean, there are always people that are going to disagree with you. They're all, always, you know. So so anytime you talk about a tree, anytime you talk about Jesus, anytime you talk about anything that they don't believe in, people are highly offended. Even when people cuss, they're offended. There are people that get offended if you're smoking around them. There are people that get offended if you're taking a shot of tequila, you know. Mm-hmm. In that case, everybody would be offended with me. But but there are so many people that that is yeah, their number that, one reason why they're not decorating. Yeah, because they, they're offended. I believe that people are not decorating because of... Lack of time is another one you hear. Past experiences of... Well, can I say it this way? I could think of many, 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 many reasons... Not to decorate, not to ever put up a Christmas tree. Can I tell you? Okay. Number one is that, um, as she always comes up, my daughter, okay, her birthday was November the 26th, which is Thanksgiving, okay? That's usually when people start decorating and putting up Christmas tree, you know, okay? If I had a dwelled on that, I would not have put up a Christmas tree. Okay, she got sick December the 22nd, and on that particular day, I was out, is that today or tomorrow? What day? It's tomorrow. Tomorrow. I was out shopping. My wife and I were out Christmas shopping for her. Mm. Okay, when I got this news that she was in the hospital, blase, blase, blase. Okay, if I held on to that, that that experience of pain, but I don't because it's all about love. And I know that she's sending me love and I'm sending her love and she's helping me spiritually. So matter of fact, I think this was one of her ideas was that I decorate the house, which I did. And I decorated in honor of her. See, that's what I think. Don't you think Christmas is a time to let past be gone and a new beginning? Yes, you have to. If if you want to put up a Christmas tree. The second thing is, or the third thing is, my brother, who is also has transitioned, his birthday is December the 16th. Which, again, I know my mom does. My mom does not put up any Christmas decoration or light anything until December the 16th. In honor of him. In honor of him. So I go out, I get her a beautiful poncetta because that's what she likes, and I have to have it at the house, which I did, December the 16th. There are many reasons that my grandmother and my grandfather was was the the, the foundation of our Christmas. It was nothing like being at grandmother's house and granddaddy's house for Christmas. They're deceased. So many things happen around Christmas in life. It's it's not just people don't want to do it. It's just that they have memories they don't want. You know, a member might have got killed. Somebody might have died. I had a co-worker. Uh, we were having our Christmas party at work. She got a call and said her grandfather had passed. You know, it throws us all off. However, we have to learn to press through. As people, we have to learn that this is life. These things are going to happen. So, this is a season really for a lot of people because of events that have gone on in their past, we really don't know what people are dealing with. So therefore, people are depressed. They're saying, okay, I, I had this job last year and I was making thousands of dollars. I'm working for minimum wage this year. So there are many things. It's not that, that, that they don't want to, Okay, but what would you say to these people? I would say be encouraged. 
I would say you have to take control of your thought life. How would you, what is one way that you could shift their attention to where maybe they could go from depressed to some hoping for the Christmas you have, season? You have to do it. That would be up to them. See, you don't if, think if, another if, person has can have I, the opportunity I, I, to help I, someone. You have to have a willing mind. You have to want to. Okay, say they come to you and ask for advice. Okay, How would you shift if they can't, I will tell them the same thing that I just got through saying. Hey, look, you got to press through this. Go buy a two dollar Christmas tree if you don't have no money. If you don't pull up a light bulb, I I just said this two or three weeks ago. Put up a light bulb. I put it on my Facebook page. You know, uh, give to somebody. It's, it's, you have to do something. You have to put something in action in order for the universe to honor it, in order for God to honor it. There has to be action. There has to be decision, you know, and I know that there are blockages, you know, um, you can talk sometime to people. It all depends until you're blue in the face. Okay. I can't turn blue in the face. I'm black man. Okay. But you, you be blue in the face. And you'd be going like, and they say, you know, I just can't, I just can't push through it. But those people, don't you think that you just lead them, and then at that point, you've got to release them to find it in their own way. Because you can just be a seed yeah. for that individual. Yeah. Sometimes it, sometimes it, it really just take a hug. Sometimes it really, you don't need to say anything. Because or maybe it's that unexpected gift that you put that, on their table. It's that unexpected gift or that unexpected uh, miracle, you know. How many miracles have you seen during the Christmas season during your lifetime? I've seen many. I've seen, I've seen, so I'm, it's funny that you ask about that uh, because I have seen, I have seen healings take place. I have seen, um, People, reconciliation. I have seen families come together. I've seen forgiveness. Yeah, I've seen forgiveness. Um, I've, I've seen all of the spiritual um, miracles, and I have seen the wealth and the riches manifest. Have you ever um, had an encounter that you think with, a, with, a, with an angel during the Christmas season? Yeah. But I have encounters all the time with angels. That's cool. So during Christmas, what's one that you can remember? Uh, during Christmas, I have experienced the angel of healing. Was it of the mind or the body or the soul or all of the above? All of the above. Because when you say that's a true miracle is when you can literally... I think that is a true miracle... Um, I think, I think the greatest miracle that sometimes that we, we don't, we take for granted is that we have a sound mind. That is true. That is true. And we also have Dr. Kurt Larson with us today and, and he did a, a Christmas open house for years. Would you not say that every year that you had your Christmas open house did you not see a miracle in the process? There was always some, you know, uh, it, it wasn't, you know, maybe even the directions you would think, but there was always somebody that came out of it with a miracle and somebody that, you know, we weren't going to decorate at all. And we came and saw all your decorations and it just touched us and, and we're going to go home and put up a small tree. And their son had died and they were just distraught over it and they just weren't going to decorate and they decided to. They stayed for like, most of the time. And when you say one of the, the biggest miracles, I think, happened started in December and ended in, in a few months later when we were in Sears and there was a Santa Claus that actually wasn't in your traditional color outfit. You know, it was a little burgundy. more burgundy and everything. And I looked at that and I thought, that looks like our Santa because we, we were blessed to have have John be our Santa for 10 years. And, and, that and this was his like anniversary. It, wow. And it was an animated doll about almost it, three feet and high. And I wasn't going to buy it. 
But every time I went to leave, I heard go back. So I'd circle back, I'd take a look at that angel, and I was like, I swear it looks like him. I swear it's even changing to match his features. And I had, I went and got him. I said, does this look like him or is it me? And he was like, no, I think that looks like him. And the lady finally came and said, you know, you've actually looked at that so many times. I'm the manager of this department. You support us all every year with Christmas. Your mom wow. used to do it. And you and your mom used to come, and now you and Kurt are doing it. So how about we just give you that at a very big—it was a very nice discount. We got it, and we took it. We didn't—so I we wrapped it. Long story short, it was Christmas Day. He showed up. He always did. You never had to ask him. Yeah, open house day. And he would show up, and he'd give to the kids, and, and, and we got a miracle that Christmas. So this— I was like, well, you know, and so then we opened it up when his wife came, and for some reason, he looked at it, and he had tears. His wife looked at it. She says, oh, my God, that looks just like you. Wow. He looked at it. He said, I hope that you always feel that way. Wow. So he that was his tenth Christmas open house for us. We almost didn't do it. Like she said, there was a miracle that we even got to do it and got it done and had it all set. And it was in a, it was literally in a restaurant that was that empty. They had said no, and then they said yes. Yes, like at the last minute. So it was like floor to ceiling windows on two sides. So we were able to decorate this thing and have it. We left it on all night long. It was about and, and people could come and drive by and see it. It was about fifteen hundred square feet that we decorated and to make it look like, and it was like storefront. It was beautiful. It was like, I don't know. It was like a Macy's. It was actually fun. Wow! And then, Macy's. and then I don't remember the exact month, but it was what was it? Spring or summer? It was spring. But uh, after that Christmas, uh, John became ill, and we found out he was bad ill. Mm-hmm. And she says, "Oh, I'm so glad we did Christmas with him, and I and 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 that and that and that Santa. And well, should we say anything? No, no. Well, they have it. Okay, okay, they have it. And the um, they had his funeral, and then we saw Anne afterwards, and she said, we went and got that and put it up. Wow." So they actually, wow. for the whole family, she said that was the one thing that got them through all of it, was they knew that a piece of John, the best part of him, the one he was every year for years, they would always have with them. And that's what happens. And that was a piece we had no idea that that little yeah. thing would mean that much. I, I, I want to uh, insert this, because listening to me, I'm sure that you know, some of the listeners might say, well, all he, he's got it going on. He, no, 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 no. That's, that's not it. I choose. I, I press. I do things. I have people in my family that are depressed during this season. You know, um, that say, you know, I can't make it. And, you know, this is going on and this has happened. Um, you know, people who have... Um, lost loved ones. That's one. Of, I think that's one of the number one things. And then it's how they lost them. Because even as I was thinking on everything was going on, I remember growing up and some of my friend, one of my best friend's mother got killed in a car wreck on Christmas Eve. You know, uh, I've known people to have shootings and just stuff that happens. So it's like, yes, yes, it hurts. Yes, yes, you know, all of the frustration and all of that. But we really have to choose and then we have to act on it. Try your best to be around happy people. You know, I think that that would help a lot. Not around people who complain. They're complaining about everything. Everything is wrong. Everything is wrong. This is wrong. You know, you have to choose your peace and choose your joy. Well, and don't and you make find? I find too that I know that my mom was 
Christmas was everything. Mm-hmm. And I know when, when she passed over, um, going on and doing the Christmas open house and celebrating Christmas, for me, it's been an interesting journey because there's some years that are so easy to get into the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. And then there's other ones that I, you know, if it, if, if you didn't have the ones that you pressed on, mm-hmm. you wouldn't do them. But because you did do what you discussed and you did press on, those difficult ones are easier to get into the spirit and actually do it. That's why I would encourage everyone to do it, whether you feel like it or not, because that pressing on makes it that much more bearable. And then you don't know what two years or one year later, you might wake up with a total different journey for that Christmas season. Or you might not be here yourself that Christmas, the next Christmas season. That's true. And see, that's the other thing that we have to think about these things is that, well, we're here now. We're here at this moment, and here we are discussing it. But what about next week? What about tonight? Mm-hmm. You know, what? And, and one, of, one of us, you know, God, God forbid if I wake up in the morning and say, you know, one of you guys have had an accident and this, and I'm going like, okay, I just got through talking to them. Mm-hmm. We just got through, you know, we have just got through doing this. So we have to keep um, a positive, an understanding, a knowing that things do happen. And just like it happened to somebody else, it could have been me. Grateful. Grateful. And be one of those happy people. And be one of those happy people. It, it could be me on the street tomorrow or tonight. I don't know. Well, we're going to pray that that doesn't. We, we pray that it doesn't. But if you are, I'm sure that you would touch a few lives. Yeah, in that, but that would be hard to uh, understand. Yeah, I got put in jail once, and they told me that, oh, you're going to touch a lot of lives in there. <laughs> I'm going like... <laughs> Really? <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> I was in there for three days, you know, for a ticket that, that I had forgot about, you know. And, you know, everybody wanted to give me those encouraging words. You know, well, you know, you're a man of God and you have some people. I said, look, I don't want to hear that. Jail was not for me, you know. So anyway, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to be encouraged when... You're, you're, you're hurting or, you know. How do you think a person point? pushes through that hurting? Like, what would you suggest to a person that, you know, this is like a Christmas that they just got that hurt. How would they, okay, I'm gonna, but they don't want it. Okay, I'm going to say this first of all. We all going to hurt. No matter what, we're all going to hurt. Let's, let's just face it. Things, things are going to happen. I'm not going to use the term they used to use a long time ago. You know, blank, blank, blank happens. It's just going to happen. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm a, I feel strongly in open up your mouth and say something, even if it's nothing but I'm happy. You might not feel it. So confess something confess other than it. what you feel. Confess, right, and shift. project it. Shift your energy. Yeah, shift, shift energy. Shift the energy. Shift energy because it's all energy. Don't you honestly think that it's the polarity? Uh, what is that? I never said that right. The polarity. I mean, hot yeah. and cold. Yeah. I mean, you, you. There's always an opposite. You have a right to choose right. it. Right. So this Christmas season, we say choose joy. Choose joy. Choose, choose love above all the joy. Choose love. That, I, I see that magnified. L-O-V-E. Because behind every gift, behind every encouraging word, there has to be love. And God is love. So that brings up, and I know I'm going to shift the energy just a tad, because for what you just said to me, when I used to walk into stores... And I would see it decorated. 
I felt the love that the store, the people in the store had. Without the decorations during this time of the year, I don't see the love as much. So don't you think that people could kind of show that love through appreciation of the people that are shopping through, kind of like giving me an atmosphere that would kind of help that out? I would say I wish they would. However, we do have to realize that even the people that own the stores go through. We never know what they're going through. I understand that. But Starbucks told me, and I'm a firm believer in Starbucks, so anyone that's out there knows that I visit Starbucks. I need stock in their company. But they told me they did not have a tree up because it was a fire code. Okay. Or health violation now, this, or something. This is what happened in that. They released something negative, which did not have to be released. Okay? It's not about sometimes what you do. It's how you do it and then what you say behind it. Um, was that to... make you feel bad you know we can say things that will make people feel bad just because we don't believe in something and so if you came all in you know oh Merry Christmas happy new new year and then you got this person that's really saying you know what I'm going to see if I can be Scrooge well I got news for (laughs) you we didn't put out the Christmas tree cause it's a fire coat who ever heard of that but then the sad thing is we drove by another Starbucks and there's one in the window. Yeah. So, so I mean, obviously they thing. didn't get the memo. Yeah. Well, or they would just been ugly to you. <laughs> All I know is I miss that. I miss the going in and I miss seeing, I mean, it used to be yeah. where people would go the extra mile. Well, they were trying to be funny. Yeah. Well, let's face it, Melissa. Things do change. That doesn't mean the only person that likes to change as as no. he will say, is a baby. Yeah. I'm not laughing at life. There are people that are going to change. You don't change. You know, we, we, we learn how we have learned, okay? Remember that we all have different experiences. Uh, different experiences in life. And some people change, some people don't. All right, so that brings me up. What's, what is, What do you think of traditions? I think that some traditions are good. I don't think that we should throw the baby out with the bathwater. So, like, you do, do you have any Christmas traditions? Mm-hmm, I'm going to pull up a Christmas tree. I like that tradition. Yeah. So we also have with us, we have Richard Morgan, and so we'll ask him. Do you have any traditions for Christmas? No. None at all? You've never did a tradition? Nothing that's really stuck. Well, what, how did, did you try them out? Well, in times past, we put up a Christmas tree and stockings. So how about the baking of the cookies or the gingerbread house? By the way, I can't make one of those gingerbread houses. We never did make a gingerbread house. I can't. I think that's a cultural thing. I mean, because <laughs> we keep buying a kit thinking we're going to do it, and we actually got a small one this year. Just It was a doghouse, and we still haven't built a doghouse either. I got news for you. My idea of a gingerbread and anybody that's laughing out there, it's the box that you buy, and it's pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just on my counter. Now, we always did the dinners. We always did the turkey, the ham, the the yeah. baking. I mean, you that's know. The, what yeah, is the most... The un- have, have you ever... Heard of the most unusual Christmas dinner? Like, what has been your most unusual Christmas dinner of my, all time? My most would be um, seafood. Like seafood, eat it or like really lobster, seafood? Like a lobster. Yeah, Christmas seafood, food. like gumbo and. You've actually of, had that? Yeah, I've I've had that. I went to New Orleans. So that would oh, be, that well, yeah. yeah. Hey, how about the pig? The pig that they roast in yeah. the in the in the mm-hmm. ground. Yeah, I've had that. So, what's your most unusual Christmas dinner? It's pretty normal. Nothing exotic. Have you ever had a crazy one? 
The one I heard about, but I've never been and had one, is the tur turducken. What is a what is a turducken? They stuff. What is it? Turkey. Turkey. Don't they do turkey, duck, and chicken mm -hmm. all like stuffed in inside each other, and it's all baked. And oh. so you go through and you get three different kinds of meat. That would be the strangest one that I've heard of, but I've not been at one. So that would that would be the unique one. There's a, there's a new trend to use what tofu as turkey, tofurkey. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, well I'm not. Yeah, I don't like I'm that. not going that way. No, I grew up on a beef farm. You can't make a vegetarian out of me. Okay, so what do you think a tree means? What do you think the origin of a Christmas tree is really is? A Christmas tree, to me means because it is a green tree or the original green tree you know it's uh what the pine mm -hmm. um that means life to me i would agree what does the christmas tree represent to you we always had what always the family ornaments the different special ones you do Pull pull memories of Christmas past, and then you, you're bringing that forward, and the new gifts under the tree. Can can I say something? Mm -hmm. There are those in our audience, even the those everybody that's listening, that Christmas trees mean nothing but a Christmas tree. I mean, it's it's just a tree. It's a tree that pops up during mm -hmm. Christmas, and yeah, we decorate it. But there's there's not a, um, is it sentimental? I think it's sentimental. Yeah, sentimental thing about you know a Christmas tree. We enjoyed it as a child. Um, you know, it was a tradition then, the toys and all of that. But as people get older then their, their mindset switches. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that because all of us can't be the same. That's not the way God created us. I think you nobody know? will ever be the same. Yeah, nobody will ever be the same, which is another thing. You have to embrace... Are you going to tell me change? Those people... Yes, I am, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be. I've gotten a mold you now. You do I, I, remember I, feel that. I said. I, I feel that. I feel, no I feel that. No one likes to change, yeah. but a wait, baby. Yeah. I feel that. Whether you believe in Christmas, whether you believe in a Christmas tree, or whatever during this time of season, we have to be, we have to embrace because that's the love thing. So... We have to embrace and we have to love, no matter what other thoughts about Christmas okay, lights, that, Christmas trees. That or, brings up an interesting thing. How much of it is do you embrace, and where is there a fine line between embracing something and watering down your own enthusiasm? Okay. Can because I put there it this is way? a fine line between them. Okay. No one can water down my enthusiasm. I'm Not in control of that. Okay, but what if you're a people pleaser? If you're a people pleaser, then that's something you need to work on Christmas and after Christmas. Exactly, but wouldn't there be a fine line between, you know, honoring somebody's traditions and then because you love them and then actually watering down your own to come? I can embrace your tradition and not agree with. Okay, that's you, but... How about somebody that's not as strong? How do they not? How do they know no, when? You sound like my mother when you say that. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's people my out there my that say, are much well, more. That's you. Everybody's not like you. <laughs> All I'm saying is, there's people out there that my parents, my mom used to call Plato, and you know how? What what advice would you give to somebody that's Plato so that they don't water down themselves? To do what everybody tells them that you're supposed to do, love one another and embrace that that's not what okay. they want. Do the opposite. Okay. That's how you that's how you correct that. If I tell you to do something and or if I expect you to do something and you say, you know, I really don't want to do that, but 
you're a pastor and, you know, I don't want to hurt your feelings or I don't want to do, then for your sake, do the opposite of what I ask you to do. So you're saying it's a feeling inside of you that you have to listen to. Yes, you do. And you're wired. Everyone is wired. Wired to know. Wired to know. I like that. Wired to know. I think we should hashtag that. Wired to know. Wired to know. Let's do that. Well, something something else on the trees, like you said, you as a kid, you, you know, the presents are under it and all the, and it grows and changes as you, as you get older. Some of the things that I found out at getting older was some of the history of where the tree came about. So that was the one that I had heard a while back was about how even putting the light in the tree was. It, and and you, you might not fill in some of this, but it was the that there was thought to be going to be attacks, and and I don't know if it was the pagans were going to go out and and kill the Christians. Oh my! And that they, but if you put this light in this tree, then that was going to make it look like you weren't a threat to these pagans, and it ended up that the pagans ended up bypassing. Okay. All the Christians. The Christians, and, and, and there wasn't this massacre. And there was, I forget which, um, was that St. Francis? St. Francis of Assisi. Uh, he actually put the word out. Put he the had, word out to do this. To, you know, well, uh, but he actually got it supernaturally. Came um, to him. Mm-hmm. And then the other more recent story that I heard was that the, the Jesse tree is kind of some of the origin of the Christmas tree. And the, the Jesse tree came as a shoot off of the root of a Jesse tree, and that was the lineage of David, mm-hmm. where the whole unto you as a child is born from the lineage of David, where Jesus came through that line of David. And so the Jesse tree is actually the beginnings of that representing that lineage wow so that that was my newest one that i've come up come across and this that was year. something something i didn't know and that makes it like well so if you're then that tree is kind of honoring the lineage of and at christmas you're honoring the lineage of david where jesus was born in that bloodline and you would actually line. take a, a living spruce which is really what we know as an evergreen. Evergreen. Mm-hmm. And what they would do is they would put their belief that it came from the lineage of David, and then on it they would put special memories and ornaments that meant something to them to tie them to the mm. lineage that they agreed in it. So if you think about it, that's kind of like a modern-day tree. That's very true. Because you put it up there, the light speak of the Holy Spirit and the light of Christ upon you. Mm-hmm. And then the ornaments are kind of like the the lineage of David and putting up your memories and saying that, hey, I'm connecting to that energy. I'm connecting to that love. I'm celebrating that lineage. I want to be a part of that. And it's supposed to, the other thing that's really cool about the, the Jesse tree, and I encourage people to go out there and Google it, was it was meant to stop diversity. Our diversity was supposed to come together Mm -hmm. and actually embrace each other. Mm -hmm. So if we ever needed that, it would be now. Because now, you know, it's not all it's not as simple as as Mm -hmm. just the races anymore, because now you have the interaction and the intermingling. And so people can be diversified. It doesn't have to be. It can be simply by an opinion. And and so it would be great to have something that people could stop and realize that we're all one. And I believe that there are people that are listening that will embrace that. Because think about it. We're really just one person, but many thoughts in many ways. Yeah, we are. And if you could just get past what somebody looks like mm-hmm. and realize that they're just an extension of you. Okay, we, we have to get past... Not only what they look like, but we also have to get past of their beliefs. And what they act like. And what they act like. We have to get past that's judgmental. You know, we have to get past all of that and embrace 
that person and it's and celebrate thank you that's what i wanted to celebrate you no matter what okay. celebrate you well, you know if we learn to celebrate each other um, but see, that's where diversity be, uh, is actually good because yeah. it brings the body, soul, and mind yeah. together. Yeah. And if you didn't, if you were exactly like me, how would I ever learn? Right. And if there was another one in yeah. me, oh my God, the world would be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe in the Christmas tree. Oh, good. You know what? Hey, that's you. I'm happy for you. You know, hey, you 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 still invite a little dinner if you want to come. I mean, it doesn't I got, really matter because <laughs> I like roses, yeah, so you, you know, can always bring a rose. Yeah, it 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 doesn't matter. I like that. It doesn't matter. No, it should be. It should all and the diversity. Uh, it should be one that we embrace. And there are families that are divided. Well, you know, I this is going to sound funny, but one of my favorite movies on the Hallmark Channel this year mm-hmm. was actually how. They embraced Hanukkah and Christian family together. Yeah. That was probably one of the best yeah, well-written yeah. written ones that they've yeah. had this I year. I celebrate Hanukkah, too. I think it's awesome. They get mm-hmm. nine gifts. Yeah. Straight <laughs> around. Yeah. And, and the Jewish. I'm already into my new year while you guys are still waiting. <laughs> some, you people, some people are still waiting for 2020. I got, yeah, I, I did back in October. All right. Okay, but I like the Chinese New Year, too, and that's, you know, that's always in January or February. Yeah. Yeah, I celebrate all of it. I, I, I'm like, hey, celebrate. Diversity. Diversity. I love it. No, that it gives you more chances to stack the deck and and, be, and have more to celebrate. Yeah. I mean, what's yeah. wrong with stacking the deck yeah. and having more to Just celebrate? Just be happy. Be happy. All right, so what do you think about gift giving? Because so many people say it's just went crazy and now they shouldn't have to give it all. I I give. I give, too. I give if they don't if they don't want to give then, you know I I think that giving is very important. I think receiving um, is important, but I think give and it shall be given unto you. Don't you think the definitions between present and gift is kind of interesting? Because a present we talk about I'm going to give you a present, but present if you look it up means right now. So shouldn't you the present is. This moment. Mm-hmm. So as I or give, give you, something tangible, is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying you don't have to. I'm saying you can give the present of yourself. If you're truly because the there real meaning is here is a present. So it should be something that you honestly feel like would there mean something people. to you now. Yeah, there are people I enjoy being around. The present. And there's the know, present. The present and the presence. Presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I, I do agree with you on that. And then the definition of a gift is that you have found value and favor with somebody. How many people actually do you see that actually give a present because you have found favor? Their fa- and I love that meeting because I'm telling you, when I go out to get a gift, I literally think of the person. I don't think of myself. I don't think of my wallet. I think of the person. And then I just say, okay, I got to stretch this. So then I just pray that it all falls into place. The, yeah. You know, it, but, and I found honestly that if I go out there and I think of the individual and I think of what they mean to me and I think of them as a person, it's easier to find a gift and it usually falls within my budget. Than if I go out there and try to force it. Wow. You know? Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. But I like what your Christmas book says about the gifts. About the gifts that really Christ brought us. So in Dare to Believe in the Man in the Red Suit, especially the part where Santa's kneeling at the manger and saying, this isn't. This got out of hand, Lord. This isn't what I anticipated. This is what well. That all I'm about. just going to encourage people to, to go buy the book. It's called um, "Dare to Believe in the Man in the Red Suit," and there's a page in the book. I've heard that, about that. I haven't read it, but I heard about it. It's a. It's about a. Um, um, there's a certain page. Uh, it's either 32 or 33, and even though I'm the author, I don't know which page it is. And it uh, when I wrote it. I wrote it in at 45 minutes in a prayer chapel. And it just, have you ever had just something inside you that says, hey, get out a piece of paper, start writing? Yeah. And it That's was. That's your spirit. 
it was an interesting story because it was really based on how I was brought up. My mom brought up that to her, every December gave you an opportunity to receive the seven gifts that 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 God was you have an opportunity to receive every year and give every year. And it was funny because uh, what you would do is you would wrap she would wrap an empty box. And inside of it, you would either get love, faith, hope, joy, peace, comfort, or knowledge. And she would pick it. Somebody would go up. They would pick that present. They would open it up. And they would say, do you receive this day, this coming year, the present of? And then Hmm. the room would say yes or no, which most of the people at the time, nobody said no. The key word is receive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the thing that was so cool was... I can't tell you through the years how much my year reflected on that which, particular which one I got. Whether it was like, faith or hope or joy. Like, I'll never forget it. The year that I had my car accident, I actually got the gift of faith. And it was just a few months after Christmas when everything changed for me. And at first I was so, you know, because I'd been brought up with that with that gift and receive. And I was like, okay, this really sucks because why did I get that? I don't want to have faith. My whole life's changed. I'm a teenager. This is just not right. Okay. Can I insert something there? Mm -hmm. That would be one of those events that if you chose to, you could quit celebrating. You could quit celebrating Christmas. That is a good one. Mm -hmm. That is true because I had gotten and I got upset. And and you know what my mom told me? What? She said, you have six months to act any way you want. But at the end of six months and at the end of this year, you're going to receive a new gift. So it'll be up to you to either be bitter or it'll be up to you to want to give back to the world. So what else, something else that I hear you singing is that if I gave you a gift tonight, mm-hmm. if I gave you a million dollars tonight and said, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. That does not, that million dollars does not keep something from happening to test your faith. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Because you never know. You never know. Mm-mm. And And I think that's one thing that our audience, you know, should understand. You know, and everything that we said, they're, they're nuggets that if they pulled from the nuggets, because really something is going on probably with somebody right now that's listening at this very moment. And they're going, okay, I hear you, but I don't see how I'm going to make it. See, my, my advice to that, honestly, would be one that my mom shared with all of us through our times of, of stress. She would... Sometimes my mom would just go get the Twinkie lights and put them on. And she would say, sometimes you just got to plug into light. Yeah, light a candle. And she would say, you know, just go quiet. Look at those lights. And just see that light go all over you and through you and around you and feel it. And just stop everything and just feel something better. Feel light. And you know what? It always worked. But she would say every day that you have an opportunity to dim your light or turn it on strong. You have an opportunity. It's your choice. Um, And it's okay, if I can insert this, it's okay to feel like you feel. Sometimes that's what you you have to do. Don't ever not own up to your emotions. Don't you think that's called allowing them so that you can shift? Yeah, so you can shift. Go ahead and cry. Do what you need to do. Uh, all those other things that we do, that we all do, have done, if we don't do them anymore, to make it, to make it through. It's okay. What's not okay is for you to hurt yourself or to hurt somebody else. Those are the two things that are not okay. Okay? Um, so... Christmas, this season, it could be a very difficult season for a lot of us. However, we've learned by having faith in God, um, learning how to love ourselves, okay, 
get our emotions all together. I believe in lighting a candle. I'll light a candle in a minute. Yeah. I light like, a candle yeah. every day. Yeah, I'll light a candle. Light a candle. Try to get by yourself, you know, um, and and listen to your inner man. Listen to your spirit. So in wrapping this up, how would you wrap it up to our audience for Christmas 2019? You know, I had that all in place and I lost it. <laughs> I was thinking about it earlier. Um... I would say in wrapping it up and for Christmas 2019, choose to be happy. Make make a choice and then act upon that choice. Um, do something, even if you have to do something for yourself, go buy yourself a gift. Do something, encourage yourself. Call someone that um, that's not complaining and, you know, talk to them. Um, I want you to have a Merry Christmas. I, I want you to be happy. I want you to have a good time. I encourage you. Whatever you're going through in life, it's just that. It's life. And we all go through it. And we've made it. And we're going to make it. We're going to go through again. And we're going to dust ourselves off and just expect to have a wonderful Christmas and a very prosperous New Year. And they can find us on the 5-in-1 Bridge. The 5-in-1 Bridge. The 5-in-1 Bridge is all about connecting. Like we're doing tonight, we're connecting wherever you are, whatever denomination you are, whatever race you are. We're connecting. We're connecting spiritually. And that connection of the 501 Bridge is all about love. So any comments, any likes, any shares, please feel free to put them in the, in the comment section. And Please feel free to do that. And I know one thing I was going to say. I am in the presence of some wonderful people. Um, I am in, in, and I, you know, Melissa's, you know, that's, that's my connection here. Melissa has a lot of information. She's very knowledgeable. Um, she has a lot of skill. So continue to listen. Please listen. Uh, you can learn a lot from her. I have. That's such a compliment because I actually feel the same way right back at you. Hey, bring it to me. <laughs> so, you know, I, I mean, I feel so grateful. When you came into my life, I... Yeah, broken. But you helped me figure out that sometimes broken becomes chosen. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, let's see. That's that statement you said that people say a certain thing and then happens. Right. Well, so you just got to add a little bit to it. Shift. Shift. Happens. Yeah. Shift happens. I like that. Mm. Hashtag shift happens. happens. Make it for the good. Make it for the good. With that. Merry Christmas, and thank you so much. Merry Christmas to all of you, all of you in here, this audience, uh, our networking audience. Merry Christmas to you. I send love, energy, happiness, and prosperity. Receive it and enjoy. <laughs>